Hello, my name is Dave Lewis, and I am your host on today's episode of The Story, Irish America Magazine's podcast where we talk about what's happening and what's happened in the Irish community. Today we have our first holiday special for Halloween. In this episode, I talk about Halloween, its origins, and how it went from a spiritual festival to the fun and spooky one we celebrate today. So get your costumes on and get your turnips ready to carve. Yeah, that's right. You heard me right. Turnips. You'll get what I mean later. Don't worry about it. Enjoy the show! Believe it or not, the origins of Halloween could go back to time immemorial, as some of the very first references to the original pagan holiday, Samhain, often appear in early Irish mythology, which was originally an oral tradition until Christian monks decided to write them down in the early 800s. According to these myths, on October 31st, the portal to the Otherworld, or Tir Nanog, the supernatural realm, would be opened and all sorts of mayhem could occur, as the Ace She, the supernatural beings that appear in Irish mythology, were able to roam Ireland freely on the dates between October 31st and November 1st. One of the more famous stories in Irish mythology that falls upon Samhain is the origin story of Finn McCool. One of the Aeshi, Aelin, burnt the ancient holy place of Tara every year without fail with his mighty breath of fire. That is until Finn figured out how to defeat Aelin. After defeating the Aeshi, Finn became the leader of the legendary fighters, Nafina. These ancient stories of the supernatural still have connections today, as a cave called Oinagat in County Roscommon is still said to be one of the portals to the other world. With the other world's gates open and the Aeshi still capable to cause all hell, the ancient Irish knew they had to protect themselves and their cattle before winter set in. In order to do so, they would leave out food and drink to satiate the Aeshi's appetite. Not only did they try to protect themselves in offering food and drink, the people also wore costumes to disguise themselves from the Aishi, and would go house to house singing songs for food for the massive feasts they would have. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? At these feasts, there would be games like bobbing for apples, a fruit that was often associated with the other world and spiritual practices like divination, as well as inviting those who passed on to the feast. The holiday later became Christianized, as Ireland too became Christianized, and was called all Saints Day or All Hallows Day to celebrate saints within the Catholic Church. One of the most iconic decorations that is affiliated with the spooky season is the jack-o'-lantern. Go on, spell it out and substitute the dashes between O and lantern, and add it an apostrophe between O and L, and if you don't come up with an Irish name, I don't know what you did. But as you can guess after that long-winded clue, the jack-o'-lantern is also Irish. But that picture in your head isn't what the original jack-o'-lanterns looked like. Oh no. The original jack-o'-lanterns weren't pumpkins, but were turnips. I told you turnips would come up sooner or later. The idea of a jack-o'-lantern traditionally stems from the 1500s with the story of Stingy Jack. Now Jack... Jack was a drunkard who would lie and cheat his way through the length and breadth of Ireland. One day, Jack, on one of his many misadventures, stumbled upon a body. That body ended up being the devil himself, to comfort Jack and his soul. But Jack had something up his sleeve. Jack's last request to the devil was that he wanted to go out doing his favorite thing. Drinking, of course. The devil agreed and supplied Jack with all the alcohol someone would want before death. And when it was time to pay up, Jack told the devil to take the tap by turning himself into a coin that Jack would pay the barman with. That's not what Jack did, though, however. As Jack put the devil incarnate 
into his pocket, there was a crucifix trapping the devil inside the coin. Jack said he would only free the devil if he would give him ten more years of his life. The devil granted his wish, and the devil went free. Ten years go by, and again, Jack trapped the devil, eventually freeing him on the condition that the devil could never bring his soul to hell. As he continued his drinking, his cheating, and his lying, Jack eventually died. He tried to go into heaven. God said, no, you didn't listen to my rules. You're not coming in here. He went down to hell to visit his old friend Satan to try to beg for his admission into the underworld. Satan, however, fulfilled his obligations and said that he could not take his soul. But he wanted to warn others. He gave Jack a small fire and a hollowed turnip and doomed him to roam the world between the plains of good and evil with only those two things to light his way. People use the idea of a turnip and a light and they carve their own turnips putting the candles in there to protect one's home against the undead. Many Irish eventually going to the United States and Canada, they brought their Halloween or Samhain traditions with them. As turnips are not as prevalent in the United States and Canada as pumpkins are. Dublin is proud of their connection to Bram Stoker. So proud that they even have a festival every year where Dubliners dress up and roam the streets of Stoker's Dublin with parades and spooky festivities. Up in the north in Derry City, they too have a class time celebrating Halloween by putting on a massive parade, having tours of the ancient Irish celebration stations of Samhain, and so much more. Remember, Halloween started with the Irish and their connection to the supernatural plane that is always and will forever be associated with Halloween. So go out, carve a turnip, disguise yourself from the ace she, and feast on all the candy that you got after you sang the traditional feet-smelling Halloween song. And while you're doing that, stream your favorite Dracula film, whether it be Nosferatu or Bela Lugosi's Dracula. Please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast on the podcast app, on all Apple products, or on Anchor for the Android users out there. And don't forget to subscribe to Irish American Magazine for more in-depth stories. Slán.